Sometimes magic happens at the most unexpected times. When we stopped officially recording episode 3 of Breakfast with Minerals, the conversation continued. With a couple microphones already turned off, the conversation got a little more animated and spontaneous. We felt that there were a lot of great stories still being shared in this impromptu continuation. With all the participants' permission, we are releasing this audio addendum to episode 3 of Breakfast with Minerals. I'm so excited. I you didn't hear anything that's on Facebook? No. Yeah, I, didn't. I made this big deal of a dig for Ali. I she did was Ali. on the women's uh, rock hounding group, and yeah. she said, My grandson. I think you approached me, and yeah. they found you first. They found me, and, and then you I. said, Can you make this happen? I wrote to Jeff, and I said, Can right. you make this happen? What year was it? This was like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was this, the, this was the California dig? Yes. I didn't get to go to that one. Oh, no, this wasn't the women's dig. No, oh, this oh, was. Okay. I was on Facebook in a rock hounding group, and oh, this okay. woman said, Oh, and I thought it was her grandson. It is. Okay. And she said, my grandson has cancer, and he just wants so badly to go digging. Can anybody help me? And that's when I said, let me talk to somebody. I think I can help you. And I contacted you because they live in California. Yeah. And How big was the um, tourmaline that he found? Oh, he found several of them. (laughs) We we made sure that happened. And the kid was, you know... The grandma was, um, they had to put a dust mask on him and stuff because his yeah. immune system was compromised. But he, the grandma was amazed at his stamina. And he, you know, Brian got out there and helped him. And he was like, the kid was just oh, like. Gosh. Yeah, they were raving. Brian oh, Pussy yeah. was there. And, That's so cool. It just happened yeah. to be Brian was there. So. And I wanted to end the session on a note about how very nice everybody is. You know, it's not, everybody has a gruff opinion of minors, you know. I agree. And I think they think, they, they forget that we're conservationists, too. Yeah. Um, I do wish I could maybe that point could have been brought up um, because I know that people have this idea that we're just opening the land up and we're leaving these massive yeah. holes and destroying Pillaging the earth. For profit, and, well, even though there is yeah. no profit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's many times. And and I you're too old. He's too fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about politically incorrect. <laughs> but having been in that kind of circumstance, there are a lot of people who have asked me, you know, to take them places, and I go, no way. Uh-uh. Yeah. There isn't an insurance policy that could possibly no way. handle that. Right. Well, and, and we've all dealt with people that may be fit enough to do it, but not mentally fit enough to right. do it. I mean, oh, that's sure. actually more of a, you know, so, like you were saying, the people that don't pay attention when you say, this is what we do. We do a safety meeting every morning, no matter who's here or not, at both of the places, main places that we work. And still, you find one in the wrong spot, and it puts everything in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, you know, at JXR, you know, they we have yellow taped all the areas that really are not where public should go. They'll still go. They still go. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, 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 right? that's where the good stuff is. That's where they yeah. don't want us to be. <laughs> don't dig under the boulders. There's no, like at the topaz claim, we'll be like, don't dig under the boulders. There's no topaz there. And you'll find him right there. Sure. Just like under the boulder. I'm like, do you want to die today? Yeah. Like, Although, on, on the other hand, um, we went on a feed dig at the Topaz Dome Mine in Topaz um, Valley of Utah. Mm-hmm. And. The owners discovered very quickly that we knew what we were doing, and they all of a sudden gave us complete carte blanche to climb and go anywhere that they don't normally let people go because they realized we were safe. We're That's skilled cool. collectors. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. But you give more leeway to, for sure. Do you guys, um, did everyone here, do you end up doing a lot of reclamation 
uh, with your properties and your areas? I did it on the island, what I told you. It was right. a mess. I bet it was. <laughs> it was handmade. It, oh, my God. It is good for the public to see that we do take care of, you know, in my case, it's, it's private property. It's my property. I don't want to destroy it. It's not, you know, forest bond or anything like that. So I get that. I get that a lot. They come up hippies with their iPhones and their, <laughs> and their and sometimes yeah. they give you a little ration and, and go, I go I get to some school kids too and I, I'm real delicate with them do you, do you like your iPhone oh I love my iPhone well if, if, we, if, we, if we were to shut down mining you wouldn't have any iPhones mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really they don't they don't they don't, they don't, don't draw the connection you don't want to know where the metal like yeah you know where the copper comes from and the silica and I never thought of that at the museum people go what about blood diamond? It's yeah. like, I'm like, yeah. oh, please. It's the worst. It's please. The worst. Actually, we cannot not mine. Our, our society yeah, has to no. If it isn't grown, we have to mine. That's or, correct. Or a big part of what we do is, is, is the reclamation. and the, and uh, Because I'm on third generation timberland from warehousers. So they've already destroyed the ecosystem. Wow. Oh, yeah. So so we're planning, you know, we're, we're so the good news is, is all the trees we take down right. are like Monsanto trees. They're all bad trees. So we could just take every take them all out and we won't have any problems from environmentalists or conservationists they want, and them, gone, huh? we, they want them gone and then when we get them out then we can plant native trees we can plant the hardwoods the fruit trees the things so actually that's a huge part it's of, awesome of, to of, see what, it. of what we do yeah. i think the important part to explain people who are concerned about the nature etc is that what we do it's not really mining in terms of public knowledge like huge open right. pit with right. tons of dust yeah. It's opposite because, for example, you've got active mines or quarries, let's say Elmwood. If there would be no collectors, everything would go to crusher mm -hmm. and there would be a powder. So the heritage would be just destroyed. So we do business with that, we live with that, but at the same time, we save some part of the nature. Sure. This is one thing. Other thing is that geology is living, so the erosion is deeper and deeper every year. So we all work on the surface. If you your pockets are already weathered and everything fall apart, mm -hmm. if you don't do that for another thousands of years, this will change to kaolin and other clay minerals and uh, you will have only quartz left, the feldspars will fall apart. So even we touch, we touch only the surface and we save in many situations stuff which would be weathered or destroyed otherwise. This is my perspective. Exactly. Many, I'm working now in Mongolia in real Mongolia, in the fluoride quarries. They are on the Gobi Desert. They are mining fluoride there. These are huge operations. They sell mostly to China. Fluoride for, uh, I don't know how you call it, the steel industry. Yeah, yeah. For, and if we are not there, and for the 30 years before, everything went to the crusher. Mm -hmm. yeah. We save it for three months, but then, again, it, everything will sure. go to the crusher. The yeah. things of rhodochrosite in Colorado. Yeah, that, that we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have that. I mean, they were mining completely different veins, and yeah, they're just tossing them behind well, them. Well, the quarry in, in Ireland right now, yeah. the, they were throwing those blue cube things over right. their shoulders Not and breaking important. them, you know. Not what they were looking and now for. they're realizing that's really where a lot of the money is. Mm -hmm. Well, in a smaller scale in California, at the reward mine, actually, at the chance mine, we figure that the miner threw about three times the value of caledonite into the crusher that he got in the gold that he mined from it. Oh. 
Yeah, but this happened, in, this happened in many situations. I don't know if you know Volodarsk, Volinsky, Ukraine. This is a place where it's piezoelectric quartz, which was uh, in the Cold War use, was used for missiles and some military st stuff. I don't know exactly for what, but there are huge quartz crystals, which are like 10 ton, 5 ton. They are black outside and completely clear inside, and this is piezoelectric quartz. So they were mining for this, and all topaz, all barrels went to the dumps. Mm -hmm. So everything was on the market from the beginning it was what people collected on the dumps and when this area if you look on maps during the communism time it was all closed area you cannot go there it was like military security area so in 80s when the everything started to change in part of this part of europe some people start to go to the dumps and when i was there first in early 90s there were big dumps if you go there now in the place of dumps there is the nivelation there are holes. These dumps disappeared completely. There is no trace of dumps because these dumps were built by quartz, which is good for tumble stones, barrel and topaz. This is all what was there. Yeah. <laughs> these dumps completely disappeared. <laughs> Reclamation at its finest. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even have to do it. Exactly. <laughs> There's always a use for those dumps. Yeah, always. Oh, my goodness. Well, write about this on Facebook. Or however you do, make sure everybody knows that we've had a nice session. Look forward to it because these are priceless. Yeah. Pardon? Tag each other on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I already um, did one this morning about getting ready and who we were talking with. So, uh, but this is important. This is history. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for all, all of you for taking the time to do this. Yeah. Thanks for uh, asking us. Yeah. This is a great pleasure. Really Couldn't good do fun. this without you. No. And it's 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 important. It. So many stories like this are told amongst ourselves, but they're not recorded. And then when, as we inevitably will do when we pass, those stories go with us. And that's uh, one of the greatest tragedies. And so our mission, you know, the four of us, we decided, let's start recording these. Let's start saving these for future generations. There's too much knowledge, information that we take for granted. And, you know, I look back to the next generation and once we're all gone, are they going to have the same body of knowledge? No, they won't unless it's somehow recorded. And mm -hmm. there are more stories than we can possibly record. And even what we're doing here is a small help, but every little bit. It's a start. It's, right. curious to see how it's the it's most I've ever heard Rod speak in my <laughs> life. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how today's session differs from tomorrow's about the young people. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're the stories. Yeah, I've say, got some interesting questions people. lined up for them. <laughs> yeah. Who are you speaking with tomorrow? Oh, we've got, got Kyle, oh, yeah, um, Laura uh, McGaw, okay. Blake, uh, Blake Barnett, Blake Barnett, Barnett. Uh, Ru uh, Jordan, Jordan Ruth, Ruth. Yep. Laura McGaw, Phil Prashan, Nick, yes. Nick Warren, which many of you probably don't know. I don't know Nick. So he was recommended by uh, James Hagedorn. Okay. Uh, good. As a young local collector. Yeah. I'd like to talk to him briefly before, so I can Do. get a little background. And he has a he has a case at the main show, although maybe okay. fossils. Yeah. Okay. But so he's in a lot of things, but he came recommended from James. So. You know, there's a group forming of young mineral collectors. Right. I wish they could come up with a good name, but. Um, Somehow, rather really young nice. gets older. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so eventually, they will. <laughs> they will yes, transition. They will. Um, 
but this is sort to disturb but this is very cool idea you know my uh, because beside i'm a dealer etc i am president of ngo in poland's preferred geological society and we run these meetings for kids for already 25 years every wednesday at the university and we run the trips our kids were in kola peninsula morocco all over the place and so our kids 25 years ago are now phd yeah. at uh, i don't know biology physics geology so now we take kids you want to go to electron microscope no problem we have an access you want to go super sophisticated physical equipment we go we've got our kids are everywhere now at different units and our kids are geologists in the mines so we can go underground that's great because there's a constant at the museums um, that we're trying to find ways other than just having them come in this is what as a docent every week they walk in and they go like this they don't actually look at anything, yeah. they do this, and then they go to the next, they do three, and then they're done. They don't want to look at anything, and they leave the hall. And this is throughout the whole thing, unless it's something they can ride or whatever. Isn't that sad? It's I sad. It's so sad. So the school trips are just hopefully wetting their interest. It's when the parents come in with the children that is the best time to, to start for us in the museums to educate the kids, because the parents are with them, and then they are starting to understand it too. Yeah. I wonder if for certain things that you do there, because it's a catchy phrase, you could have, you know, for 15 minutes or something, you have, hey, right now we're in the no phone zone. Do you know, in my experience, oh, yeah. when we take kids to the muddy place, they don't use the phones, yeah. they get crazy. They don't, you're right. And when we run these lectures yeah. for the kids, if you start putting the knowledge to them, they're like, oh gosh, this is so boring. <laughs> but what we do, we do other system, I told that to Brian. We first go to the quarry, they don't nothing, we just go some muddy place, they collect, get crazy, you know. Then next week we tell them, okay, bring everything what you found. And they bring that, we will show you how to clean it, how to wash it. That's next correct. week, bring it washed, and we got some professor coming, we talk what is that. Another week, they try building on the knowledge they got on these things, what was the place, what was there, if it was, I don't know, granite, and what's the origin, etc. So we start from mud, ending up on knowledge, and make it opposite than yeah. you do You're with the, the students right. at the university, the for example. are so caught up in not having any bad reports. <laughs> and they need those numbers. And so a lot of bad behavior or behavior that might not be for the best interest of those children does not get I've seen some up of there your and, and yeah. you have great patience for some of that you have to do. It's very that. difficult when um, when people come up to me and say, Where is the safe place in this museum? These children are out of control. But the museum yeah, is like, Well, we don't want any bad marks because it affects our rating, sure, yeah. and that's wrong. So I had a meeting with the museum at the Perot, and I said, we take them from the downstairs floor for children where they interact, and they're racing a T-Rex, and they're excited, and they touch, they touch screens, to transition them up to the area where you can't touch things like that. You can't pound on things and run. I said, we need a transition area. Doesn't we need work. to get make them Make it calm. different direction. Yes. First go to the cases, then right. go. Yes, and then go energy. down there yeah. to use your energy. Yeah. Yeah. But That's it's very, very difficult well, when you're, again, bureaucracy in museums yeah, is well, not great sometimes. Well, so. the, 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 one, the one good news for all of us that none of us have, I mean, there's no point, there wasn't any point mentioning amongst collectors as being 
miners is that minerals are actually now part of culture crystals yes. Yes. because mm-hmm. of social media yeah. Yeah. all you know every 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 little girl knows what yeah. quartz crystal or an amethyst is because yeah. of social media yes and so now mineral because now now people can't say oh there's no young you know when I started collecting it was always oh there's no young people in it and but they now that. well well they they but they don't get it because now all the young people know and, and because a different Instagram. form of yeah. When I had, for example, it's like, you know, when, 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 when Paris Hilton, for example, tagged me in a post and I gave her, she had the smoky quartz for me from Hamilton Hill, the impact that had and the interest it generated among celebrities was insane. That wouldn't have happened 15 years ago. No. She wouldn't have even right. done that. Right. But James, this is, but, this is one of the things that I think we have a lot. We have to think about how this is getting out now and the way we, we could steer it, if you will. But yeah. one of the things that I've thought about for years is, and I, if, if people around the table have heard me say this before, just like Jurassic Park did for Amber, right? Yeah. Yeah. somebody like Paris Hilton yeah. could do for mineral collecting. We need to get oh, it we'll publicly out there. Yeah. And, 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 and if, I, you know, if we can all help to do that with you, and, let's and, do it. And just, just to have him or these people talk about minerals or crystals, mm-hmm. it'll change everything um you got shirley mclean who's always had the crystals it's right. like keely feely right well, this is what i meant about but you know, it did inspire interest but she was on the cover of time magazine with an arkansas quartz cluster in the 80s and that was like the in the 80s that was the big was, thing and yeah. shirley mclean on the cover mm-hmm. of time yes. yeah. now it's social media where people with 50 million 100 million followers they could they could do posts and they're going to do posts at my mind and that's going to generate right. the interest that that, deal. that is generated yeah. is insane. Yeah. One of the things of the stars we, we, are interested in minerals. I've had a lot of them through my yes, you have. I yes, saw you have. Neil Young, Neil Young recently, and Daryl Hannah. Right? Yeah, they came up and I got them down and let them dig. They were really inter- they were really into it. So we have to have them tell the rest well, of the world about their yeah. passion. Well, you know, yeah, absolutely. You just teed into what I think is the most important part. Getting a little dirty. You know, when when you get all of these people that we've talked about, the magic is being the first person to see, feel that piece. Of course, yeah. You you have a connection to it that is different from anything else that I've ever experienced, and that's how the love grows. But this you can do only in U.S. There is no legal operation when I go believe yeah. me <laughs> I cannot take anyone with me it's, it's been a, a good and a bad thing in some ways uh, yes of course yep. many of you are aware I had an employee a few years ago caught stealing from me and stuff and next thing I know she just destroyed me on social media oh yeah she I, tried I, I'm, to. she's the victim no I'm the victim you stole yeah. from me yeah. I didn't do anything to you she tried to but she didn't she didn't yeah, it didn't me. work people knew what was people going on qu- I never yeah. met her but you know what her, her thing was I can fool half the people and <laughs> yeah. she thought I was going to go public with it which I never was going to just hey you know you made a mistake don't yeah. you know never so no, don't cruise you know anyway anyway that, that whole thing ended up in court between some others long trail of people had been victimized already by this individual mm-hmm. and they came out of the woodwork that's her mistake put it on social media and I got contact with people I didn't even know <laughs> saying oh this sounds familiar this happened to me exactly right. like that yeah. and I got brutalized several over cases that. where self-promotion backfired. backfired yes because you've got to have 
I mean, yeah, anybody can do a flash in the pan thing and get a lot of attention for a little while, but if you are not a person of integrity, it does not last. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Oh, it's eventually gonna. Right. Well, that ended up and in court. The long game that ended up in court out here in Colorado, and the transcripts will be released pretty soon, I think. In her own words, caught up in it, the whole thing. I mean, the, it wasn't like in most cases. It's like there's a the truth is somewhere in the middle, you know. In most things, not in this case. <laughs> she completely victimized and brutalized me, and she had it. We, we were stalking her children and all just crazy stuff. We didn't do any that's, such thing. That's how victims want to remain. Yeah, yeah. she's so. the victim. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and you know. you're always going after their kids. Oh yeah, that's remember yeah. that. Oh, you know, you know the reason she can't come to the Dem yeah. last week. You know the reason she can't come to the Denver Gym Show mm -hmm. because these group of people is gonna might kill her. So she's frightened to come here. Oh, when in fact, go. she's banned, booted, and blocked from the shows. She can't go to the no, shows this thing, this because thing. people know she's a thief. And she can't go to the shows. Have nothing to do with us, I her know. victims. I know. But that's what she said last week. Well, that, that we were out to get her. I think the good thing about social media is when you do have something like this happen, you can communicate with each other in the industry and maybe make each other aware of people who are potentially of course, thieves yeah. or, yeah. you know, maybe not of integrity. And I yeah, think it could it's important. To any of you. Right. And I think it has happened. I think we've all probably been victimized one way or the other. And um, I think it is important to talk to each other about it in order to protect mm -hmm. and preserve the integrity of our community. Shut it down. Can we go back to something we talked about earlier, if you don't mind? Because one of the things that I feel I need to do is get create more collectors and get, make their awareness more out in the world. We, one of the things that was mentioned today was the uses. Gail, I think, or somebody talked about the uses of minerals in our life. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just like we do cut and rough, you know, it kind of ties the gemstone to the mineral. And well, this is very slippery. Well, wait. <laughs> well, now let's expand that even more. If you talk about cobalt, for example. Well, we'll take, but I want people to understand how minerals are in their life. So if you take, should do an iPhone in a case. Well, wait, wait, wait. Everything that's in it. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me, let me finish this. Let me, let me finish this. So do the cut and rough, but, you know, put in now uh, an art carving of the same material. You know, and then put in a cell phone or whatever it is in the world that uses that same material. So we just expand that cut and rough as much as we can. So it's not just a, a gemstone and a crystal specimen. It's many things on the shelf that people can relate to every one of them. And then they'll understand what it is that we really have so much passion for. It's only a little bit of their life, a little piece of it, but all these other things are related. Commodities. Stretch Young does that too, actually over at the Austin that show. Will get a lot of he, um, he has a program for kids. He actually creates these really awesome pamphlets mm -hmm. for um, kids who come into the Austin show mm -hmm. so they can read and they can see, you know, where minerals are used in their life well, and right. the percentages and things like that. And then he has a visual case too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, cool. you could always get well, in contact yeah, with The mining him. industry does awesome. that with this one thing. It shows a little baby and shows all of the things things that this baby will use during its lifetime, or they have a house and it shows you how many pounds of copper are in it, how many pounds of glass are in it, how many pounds of them they all have to be mined. You know, and so those are things, they're a little different than what we're trying to get people to understand. We're trying to get them to understand the beauty and the, the, the real intrigue about collecting a mineral, but there is some relationship. I think if you show all of them though, yeah. that is the, necess the necessary so. yeah. way to get people to and understand. And then they have to come and see your case. Collect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One thing the prospector show really did drill home was that this wasn't a huge, deep pit in the ground that everybody right. 
was digging and you were real people with families and it was mm -hmm. important. And that's something most people don't understand. They think that mining is this big yeah. uh, mining company yeah. and they yeah, don't right. realize it's families supporting right, each other. Right, and people actually rely on this to make a living. And, right. And, and it, they it, always think that these crystals just come, you know, that you, you open a cat, see, they think of caverns because mm -hmm. their experience going underground is a cavern. And that there are just crystals yeah. hanging all Already over it. You cut. just pluck them yeah. and all that. You were going to say something about well, We put together a display very much along the line of what you're talking about for Triple Five back in the 80s. And it was a 40 foot long double sided display that just did, you know, like a, a cobalt mineral, cobalt uses, this kind of thing, and had pretty things in it, but it wasn't like a, a high end mineral case or something it was all about the uses and it was mm -hmm. really popular they, yeah we had that there for decades we need to just keep those going we yeah. need to constantly well, one of the do things this. i talked to you about i think you know when we first started doing these breakfasts with minerals was the idea of having a traveling display that can go into museums when i go to my local museum which purchases exhibits Mm -hmm. They lease right. the exhibit for four months yeah, or for six do. months. Many do. Yeah. Well, the people that lease the exhibit uh, do it for profit. Yes. But if you could get people in the mining industry and the collecting industry and the museum uh, group of museums and whatever it took, and I understand the conflicts, I understand the problems of doing this. Uh, many of the museums would have a problem with it, but many would not. Right. And if you had a traveling museum, traveling exhibit that could promote our hobby and bring people to understand how it's part of their life, I think it'd be a very popular and very sought after exhibit. Yes. Yeah. I think, Dave, that one of the things which can encourage younger people, in fact, maybe put it a different way, the shows like yours, like here, like Westward Look, it's great for us collectors. But what I see, it's super discouraging for young collectors. Like this it. is something you start to collect. You went collect uh, small tourmalines in your mind. Then you go to the room, 100,000, 200,000. It's yeah, like, right. fuck, right. I have no way to buy something. It's like, it's like, you know, my house is worth half of this. So what I think can be done, you can talk with people. I'm doing that already. Bring to the rooms. I always got rocks for twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Mm -hmm. Even yesterday, I got father with daughter. I'm pretty sure they cannot find anything in other rooms. They bought three rocks for twenty dollars. Right. Yes, it's uh, something what because in our community there's big. I don't know how you call it in English, but uh, there are collectors and there are high end collectors. Interesting. And idea. it's so big difference in prices and possibility of buying stuff that there is a big group of collectors I know they're like oh I hate high-end collectors I I don't go to westward look this is I just don't go there mm -hmm. because you can understand that if you're a really collector by heart and mm -hmm. you see these rocks you see these numbers like there. Jesus yeah. Christ the for mineralogical record a lot of people tell me oh that's such an elitist magazine no, but this is different this I disagree yes. because we've but I hear the same thing Yes. And so that you can't make everybody happy. No, no, no. But if you have to be rational. So with the show, you can always put, like, you know, uh, Daniel Trinchillo do that. He got on the main show in Tucson. He got all his yeah. six-figure rocks. And then his kids are selling stuff for $20 mm -hmm. in yeah. the same booth. Yeah. So you can look on this, like, museum, and then 
there is something you can buy for twenty dollars. Yeah. Mineralogical record is different. People are complaining, oh, it's only high end stuff. But this is crazy thinking. If you buy Picasso album, do you want his best work or his cheapest ugly stuff? <laughs> you want to see the best. You can never afford that. You will never afford to buy Guernica, and it's not for sale. But you want to see that? How how you imagine his paintings without Guernica? Yeah. It's uh, oh, so. I'm sure you my side of it too. Well, yeah. I, I, I make, I do that, and then I have five other people who are mad at me for doing it. So it's I hard don't think you to can make all of us happy. Can, I, I, no, no, it's no, no. We can offer them a upgraded incentive in the show guide, so you get a little more prominent listing in the show guide if you bring things that sure. are a hundred dollars or less. Yeah, we do that with our material. material. Just because yeah. I'll say if you're, you're, if you're looking to create new collectors, one, one of the problems uh, I see is that, you know, for impact, impact is the most important thing. And, um, you know, social media is a, a top thing, but I think if you look at what I'm doing over the next couple months, you'll see a, a pretty interesting impact because I'm going completely outside of the realm. So doing, for example, November 2nd through the 5th Summit Series in LA, which is the world's preeminent ideas festival. And all of these people are gonna see major minerals. And most of these people have never seen major minerals. And, um, you know, and I'm also doing Art Basel Miami, one hotel. So that's gonna be one of the most important parts of Art Basel Miami. And I think in terms of collectors and impact, that's gonna have a Pretty interesting. It'll be interesting to see what what comes of these things. Well, and your actions help everybody. What? I mean, what was that? Who puts it on? Who puts it on? The Summit Series. LA. It's called Summit. It's it's um it's an invite only fest. A, a group of about five to seven five five to seven thousand people, and uh, it sells it sells out every year, and tickets are five to eight thousand um, dollars. It's a major, major group of people. It's pretty much the preeminent group of, I mean, I don't know. If, you know, Jeff Bezos was the keynote speaker there last year. Wow. This year, a lot of governors are there. It's an idea um, conference, so it's not necessarily to show things as much as it is to present topics, concepts, and things like that. Yeah. But there's a trade show-like thing where you can show your crystals? It's not a trade show thing. It's it's uh, They're giving me, an, they, they were so impressed with what I did in Art Basel Miami last year. Mm -hmm. Because that that was that had a huge impact on people. Because here they are, they're they're there for an art show, right? And we put on this exhibit uh, at the Faena in Miami Beach, which is a place that leases for a million dollars for for the week. So you can imagine how ridiculous this place is. Hundred thousand square facility. We took it over, but uh, I, I did it with uh, Rudy Paul. He, he flew in a, a T Rex and and some other dinosaurs and. Uh, I brought my largest crystals in, and 5,000 people came the opening day. They thought they were coming to an art exhibit. And and the one common thing that everyone said is this is the best exhibit we've seen. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of contemporary art, you know, if, and unless you're on the wavelength, it's just crap to most people. Sure. And, and you're like, oh, great, you know, another another exhibit I don't understand, and it just right. sucks. But the great thing about minerals is, is there's no critics. There's no critics. You can't go and be like, well, I... I I, I don't know. This is kind of ugly, or you know. No, everyone was like, "This is amazing." Yeah. And I, and I feel so great, and and it had such a huge impact that the summit people saw that, and they're and they were saying, you know, you you should you should bring a bunch of this stuff to L.A. People need to see this stuff. So it's like at Art Basel Miami, we weren't really necessarily trying to sell the stuff, but we we're trying to have impact on the art world.
on people that are major collectors that have never heard of minerals, don't understand them, and are like, I can't believe this stuff is natural. So this is the change in mineral collecting that I see going on right now. <laughs> right. It's happening with the museums. There's a renaissance of museums. They're all upgrading completely. Fine. There's this exposure yeah. into the art world like, like you were trying to do. And this is the golden age of minerals that we are producing some of the best stuff right now. Well, and the and, best things are coming out of old collections. And, and, it's and minerals, and, and minerals have never been in a, a, a preeminent ideas festival. I think the fact that yeah, big. you know we're going to be in summit it is the number one wow. thing in the world for for these kinds of people. Oh. So it's going to be very interesting to see mm -hmm. what happens. So we do something a little bit similar to what you say in Poland. I run one show which is called Crystal Days in southern Poland, in small town, and this show is very different of any show you ever seen. It looks a little bit like summer either, a tense, very nice, beautiful town, but it's connected every day. We've got like six hours of concerts, very oh, yeah. important Polish groups there. We've got usually in three days, we've got like 50 to 60,000 people visiting. Mm -hmm. So we put exhibits, we got the dealers, we got some low-end stuff, you know, for, for kids. And then we've got all this music and food festival next to it. And this is super popular and it's attract people from the area. And they come, someone come for music, other people come, you know, to get a sausage. But all of them, at the end, they visit the exhibits and the, the mineral show, what we do. It's really, let's say, I think it's very successful for the area. It's People are much more educated. We do that already 20 years. But why, why is this the first time I've heard about that? Because this is, Poland is very small market. Average salary is seven hundred dollars, so you can imagine what kind of minerals you can buy there. People can afford for something for ten dollars. Hundred dollars is expensive rock. So even I'm not selling there because my rocks are too expensive. You know, even the around the show. I've seen shows like Prospector, Caching Treasure. The, the, the kids watch that stuff. Yeah. They turn up at my place. They find their first crystal. It's a crystal you would you and I wouldn't even pick up. But man, they got a treasure in there. At the now, museum, you know? people come in and go, oh, I saw that TV show, The Prospectors. Yes. Yeah. Is that, and They're, I'm like, well, this is the Amazonite Smoky Quartz. You've seen the people who are really the both the Prospectors, show. I've got very mixed feelings. Everybody be, has mixed of course. feelings. Of course. Yes. I do too. And I was it's in like it. Like, <laughs> There's millions of dollars. Everything is no, like was, money, like, money, I money. I wish that was a However, with a show like that not being on is not helpful to the mineral world because kids aren't seeing it. I was, many of you saw, I was running around with a guy last couple of days, Don Hanna, that's Daryl Hanna's brother. And he's in the film industry too. We're trying to see what we can come up with something like that there ought to be something like that in front of the public all the time you know and it's really helpful rod i hope that somebody's picked up this or a video camera in the days and do you have film of you digging film very little i, I sort of experimented with that and i have some film that i have to try and digitize you know, yeah, because that's it's, precious it's kind of and it's priceless. You know, and showing you digging and what you what you have to go through. That's why I like the prospectors in that sense. It, I mean, but why there is no? There should be a little bit of knowledge instead of less talking about money. In my opinion, I agree yes, with no, that. no we all zero agree. Knowledge and that, that unfortunately think. is the film industry. Well, in that yeah, sense, reality TV. That. What reality TV thrives on. Are you know money, conflict, sex? Yes. Right. Yeah. And 
You and know, weather sometimes. sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that was one thing. You know, we could have an entire breakfast with minerals about weather issues in mineral collecting. Yes, that's not a bad idea. But um, <laughs> one of the other things I was going to say is that you know those of us that've gotten to a certain level, um, although we can't do impact on the level that you're talking about. One of the things that I grew up with as somebody who was a field collector at a young age without any backing, without any, a lot of knowledge and a geologic degree, but I had until I was probably 30 or 35, a huge mistrust of people that sold at the middle and high levels. Mm -hmm. They were thieves in my opinion, mm -hmm. because they would take advantage of the younger collectors. So we have, an absolute uh, mandate as we've gotten to a certain point in our careers to treat people at all levels equally. You talk about having affordable minerals. I agree. I also think that we should make sure we show just how thankful we are. You talked about those $10, $50 sales. They, they are the bread and butter of a lot of our businesses. Yeah. We should be, yeah. we, we should show our thankfulness for that because that helps people feel. Mm -hmm. well. Can I, can I also say that we receive prejudice yeah. and yes. anger from people oh, yeah. because we can't afford yeah. to buy the high end pieces. Know, and yeah. there are people yeah. who are hostile towards us because they feel like we're taking something away from them yes. or whether and it takes everybody to make make it worthwhile doesn't right. it you know it's it's, it's really there in, is. in the long run the hate mail you know, i got was awful yeah. we are all passionate people and that passion and the love for this is what grows this mm -hmm. you know one of the things i personally experienced visiting you guys for the first time at your house is your passion not just for minerals but for life and living things and Salons. as much as I liked you guys before and loved you guys, I have a whole new understanding of it that I didn't have two months before. Well, and to extrapolate Thank on you, that Rick. point too, is one of the things we've been doing for, for many years is, is we've gone to dig with you and, and, and James and, and, and Crystal, uh, just to pick three examples right here. Right. We'll always, we insist on taking all those crystal points that we would otherwise leave on the ground and leave behind. And, and we give those away to the kids as they come. So we'll not time. just give them one, we'll give them a choice. Here's a flat, pick one of these. Yeah. Oh, here's some topaz, right. pick one of these. Yeah. And they'll go home with them. A mini collection to start with. Charlie still has that crystal you gave her, by the way. No, she loves it. When we, um, when my husband, now husband, and I took um, my stepdaughter, Charlie, to visit Gail, um, and they looked at the mineral collection, Gail gave her an Arkansas quartz, and it had, you know, like a little tie on it, so it could kind of maybe be on a Christmas tree or something like that. Right. She uh, loves it, and she calls it her magic quartz, and she said that unicorns have them. And so she's special like a unicorn, and so she loves it. She loves it, loves it, loves it. I really hope somebody gets another show on TV to keep it in front of the young kids. Uh, I do, too. I see firsthand the impact of that. Well, well it was Cash and Treasures. They beat my door. Yeah, but when it was yeah, Prospectors, they beat my yeah, door. All, all you need is a social media post, too. Yeah. I mean, if you have... Yeah. You know, major celebrities at the mine, and they're going, look, I'm, I'm yeah. mining crystals, and everyone's going to... We feel really good when we've had children come to the, the house, and 
five years later, ten years later, we hear that they've built quite a collection, and we were yeah. part of the catalyst that made that happen. We all do. We all That's impact. Awesome. We've all experienced that. Every yeah. one of us yeah. is impacted. Yeah. So what you're doing is major impact, which is really great. Try, we're, really? Try, we're trying, you know, a lot, a lot of new routes, and so far they've been, you know, the Art Basel thing was really successful, um, and, and, and what's about to happen in the next month, couple months, will really... I think changed the industry because of who we're and working the most, with. The most successful floor at the Perot Museum is the Gemma Mineral Hall, and it's booked for two years out, oh, two wow. years solid wow. Wow. So for dinners. Wow. For dinners. Hey, I got to run, folks. I'm going to yes. tell you right. Yeah. And that's going to do it for this episode of Breakfast with Minerals. We certainly hope that you enjoyed the show and that you got something worthwhile out of it. If you'd like to continue the conversation started here, we invite you to post your own comments in the Friends of Minerals Forum section under Blue Cap Productions in the Mineralogical Magazine section. Again, you can find a link to that site as well as information on other Blue Cap Production podcasts in the show notes. And remember, these shows are for you, so don't be shy about sending us ideas and topics you'd like to hear us address. Simply email us at topics at breakfastwithminerals.com. And finally, consider subscribing to our podcast and you'll be automatically updated when our next episode of Breakfast with Minerals goes live. On behalf of Blue Cap Productions, The Fine Mineral Show, and Span Mineral Holdings, LLC, we'd like to thank you for listening. Have a great day.